0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing on this Saturday evening? It is Saturday, right? All of my days are just completely... Blended together with all of this stay-at-home orders that some states are having for me, doing remote learning with my students not being able to be in school all the way through Easter, and there's now a very good chance that it'll be extended all the way through to the end of the year. We have not gotten any official word yet from our district, however, the most recent update said that Any further delay would be very likely, and with cases continuing to climb and many states now getting to the point of just complete madness, looking to New York, uh, now Louisiana, my old home state, is, is now a part of the mix as well. We've got just a lot of craziness, a lot of kookiness going on in the world, and as we always try and start off with and make very clear, our thoughts and prayers go out to anyone that's being affected by the beer bug, anyone that's being affected by CV around the world, because we all know that this is something that is... ...is affecting real people. This is a real thing that is causing a lot of people to become very sick with pneumonia and other lung ailments and is causing many people even to die. And we can get into the nitty gritty, and I know that I do this too sometimes about you know what this compares and how it compares to things like the flu and other illnesses, but... All we can really do right now is do the very best that we can to try and slow the spread and the very best to stop the spread. Obviously give time and attention to those scientists who are working on a vaccine because it is indeed being worked on. But as we all know, vaccines do not come overnight as much as awesome as that would be. Uh, Unfortunately, it's going to still be several months uh, possibly even to the long to, you know, probably another nine to 11 months before any type of vaccine becomes widely and readily available. So all we can really do right now is try and find ways to limit the damage, try and find ways to help people heal through this process, and, of course, try to stop the spread, which leads us to our quarantine life, which many of us have been dealing with. I know that I've been barely leaving the house because of, obviously, uh, being suggested to do so, and I'm pretty much a homebody you know, already, and anything that I would be doing outside the house anyway is essentially closed because I go to the movies, I go to school, and I go to Best Buy, and I go to all these other places to walk around and look, and those are things that I really can't do right now. And obviously my problems are not nearly as big as other people's problems, especially those who are either ill right now or have family members that are ill going through this or going through many other things right now too. So it's it's crazy, but we're all in this together uh, to, to Borrow from a famous Disney Channel original movie called High School Musical. It is still true. Uh, we are all in this uh, together, and we will get through this. And hopefully, this can be a little bit of a time for you to be able to have some fun, get some things off your chest, talk a little bit about movies because I've been watching a lot of movies recently. I've finally been in good. I've finally been a good Odin. And I've finally actually been living up to the movie blog name. Uh, if you want to see some of the reviews, they're over on the secondary channel of Welcome to Asgard. So I've done reviews for a Hitchcock film called I Confess, a, an old-school sci-fi film called Logan's Run. Uh, earlier today, I did a review for Zulu, uh, a war epic biography uh, film, which was very good. And then I also did, in my last review was for Treasure Planets, which is just a incredible Disney gem that sadly was so, le- so badly treated by Disney that it basically got swept under the rug, became a box office bomb. But I think has really, when people do end up seeing it, become some of people's favorites uh, of the Disney animated movies, especially the old 2D format, because I did research finally after I did my review because I didn't want that research to influence my review. And basically what I uncovered was... Something that I remember other people, I think Tina or other people had told me about it already. And that was that basically the directors, the people working on Treasure Planet, had already been brought on to work on, I believe it was Hercules. And in order for them to take on Hercules 97, they told Disney, We will only do this if you allow us to do Treasure Planet. Which had been basically you know, in the works for like a decade. And by the time it finally came out in 2002, that's when you had movies like Toy Story, like Shrek, and all the 3D animation films coming out. And that's one of the reasons why it didn't do as well at the box office, because 2Ds were no longer the thing. Uh, it's very sad, because it's just such a good freaking movie. Uh, but anyway... That's enough for me kind of as an introduction to everything going on in the world. Can us living the quarantine life? And also I have been watching some movies. so if you have any comments about any of the movies that I talked about, uh, please let me know. and also just finished one and I'll do a review for that later, uh, maybe later tonight or maybe tomorrow on a film called From Paris with Love, uh, starring John Travolta. Uh, That was a very... I actually had fun with it. You know, is it a great film? Not necessarily. Is it a film that everyone should run out of their way to go see? No. But if you like kind of fun, spy-action-type films, uh, and also John Travolta giving just, you know his typical John Travolta over-the-top performance, uh, then I think overall it is an enjoyable experience for sure. All right, let's go ahead and uh, join our here. So we got Jose, uh, Jose Faguilla. What's going on, dude? He was here 30 minutes earlier. We got member Nano Reaper is here. Uh, InterTrap Production says, hello, my lord. Hello there. Peter Sharon is here. Paula Patriot's here. Teresa Martin, what's going on? Uh, Mr. Peabody is here as well in the YouTube chat. Uh, Member Aiden Vickery is here. What's going on, good sir? Uh, And Vickery also liked my Zulu review, so thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Tina is here, and Steph is here as well, my two Valks. Uh, There's been some issues with Twitter, where Twitter DMs aren't working as they normally do. We have have our direct message group message over there, and uh, Steph was freaking out because she couldn't get messages through, and the only alternative would have been using Discord, and she hates Discord, uh, sadly, because I think Discord just has so many positive qualities to it. But anyway... (laughs) Um, glad glad to see both of y'all here, though, in the chat. And I know that everything will be fine in the end. So Slice of Neons is in the chat. Robert Frey is in the chat. In Disguise is here as well. Uh, Marina Gabriella uh, Cavalletti uh, says, Hola, desde Argentina. Well, greetings from Argentina. Hola, como esta? Um, All right. And of course, it wouldn't be my chat unless we had the chat jump on me already, but luckily no comments have been skipped. righty. let's go ahead and get to that member, Alex McCarthy, who says, howdy, olden. how's it going? How's it going? Alex McCarthy, hope you're doing fine. Good sir. I've seen you in the comments section. You're always very, very uh you're always very prominent in the comment section on the videos, etc. righty. let us see. Uh we got Bruce. No. I didn't see Bruce yet. Uh, Dion's in the chat. Rob D is here as well. Soul Assassin Mark Lazerth is here too. Uh, let, let's see here. Uh, Alex McCarthy's using the gifts. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, MCOC Josh, what's going on, good sir? Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, evening, good sir. How are you? Staying sane, I hope. I, I am actually staying sane. As I mentioned before, I'm kind of a homebody already. You know, I'm pretty much a homebody already, and so it doesn't bother me as much to have to stay inside. I know that I need to go outside every now and then because the sun is good for you. I understand that, but I also just really like being inside, Uh, and also all the things that I like to do outside tend to be me going back inside. I like to go out to then go inside of a movie theater and sit in a dark theater for two hours, two and a half hours, right? So I It's kind of always been my thing. And so for me to be told, okay, you can't go anywhere, I'm like, great. (laughs) I'll just go to get groceries, go to get the things that we need to do. And, you know, the only other thing that I would be doing otherwise than seeing movies would be going to Mass, but I can't even do that anymore because our bishop said, no, you can't do that. Uh, So (laughs) we got tons of things going on. Uh, MCOC Josh, I hope you're doing fine too. Miami Eddie, what's going on, Miami Eddie? Hope you're doing well. Uh, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Thanks again for sending me, I confess, which I got to review the other day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Let us see here. In disguise says, My friend, Sketch Therapy, is still being, well, Sketch Therapy. That boy does need therapy. Yeah, and I wish I had pre-read that before (laughs) reading it aloud because I normally don't like... Uh, saying the names of people that I've got beef with. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't really surprise me all that much. It's kind of his saying. It's kind of like the War Council thing. It's a lot of people that are just very abrasive, uh, which is why I've never really been fully on board with that. Uh, that's why I stay away from things like even Comicsgate because I don't have issues or beef with anyone with Comicsgate or who's putting out comics as individuals. Like, I think that's a good thing. But I'm also not a comics guy, so I just don't get involved in their drama in the first place. And all I know about War Council is that it's an offshoot or it's associated in some way with Comicsgate, and so I just I stay away from it completely. But I don't want to have anything to do with that nonsense because that, that's what it is—it's nonsense. Uh, member Nana Reaper, what's going on, good sir? Says yes, it's Saturday, and do you think uh, do you think you start reviewing old action movies from the 1980s? Well, I know that I've got some 1980s uh, some 1980s films. At my disposal, I do have many others that are still packed away. Um, we do now have a house and a close date set, so we haven't closed on it yet, uh, but we are very looking in very good shape. To be in there by the end of April. So, a little about, you know, about a month or so away at this point. So, once that happens, then I can unpack and then I'll have access to more movies. Uh, but as far as things that I currently have available, I think I have some things from the 1980s. Uh, but pretty much, I'm left with things that Bruce has sent me and things that were not yet packed up uh, when we moved into this temporary uh, holdover place uh, earlier last year. Uh, Dion, what's going on? Glenzer, what's going on, good sir? Glad to see you here. Drake Tafoya, what's going on? Uh, Thank you for watching the videos. Good, sir. I appreciate it. Um, Tina says, did Odin just quote High School Musical? Yes. Yes, I did. Though, to be fair, I think that quote's been around since longer before High School Musical, but that's just where it became famous in my mind. He says, you don't quote Winston Churchill or somebody like that. You quote High School Musical. Yep. That's exactly right. That's the only thing that I could come up with off the top of my head. Uh, Sajadian says, "Since you got the time, do those reviews of me of uh, do those reviews for me of Klaus and Breadwinner." Yeah, I need to watch those movies first. Uh, so that's I haven't actually watched much on Netflix. So that's such a good point. I forgot for a moment that I even had Netflix, which I do still because uh, my wife loves it. So yeah, I'll have to get on that as well. I've been trying to watch some Bruce movies though because Bruce has sent me so many. And it's taken me so long to finally get to them, so I think I'm kind of like prioritizing the Bruce movies and the movies that have been sent to me by people uh, over the ones that I can access almost at any time. But uh, slicer, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to remember that. I'll try to remember that good sir. Maybe my Valks can can remind me. All right, let's go ahead and jump over into the D Live fam. What's going on, D Live people? We got Phone Nemo in the chat, Captain Dean Heist, Mister Peabody's over there as well. Uh, for Mister Peabody he says, "No, Odin, it's Sunday morning." That's right. My apologies to my Australian brethren, where it is indeed the next morning. Uh, Phone Nemo says, "Wait, you watched movies? I may have to give ba- <laughs> I may have to give back your movie fan card." I know, right? It was stolen from me long ago, but hopefully I've, I've been able to earn it back. Mr. Peabody then says, did you say you watched Logan's run finally? Yes, I did. And, and other than that weird random sex scene, I overall enjoyed it. It's definitely campy as hell. When they're doing that first scene, like that first chase scene when they're chasing the runner, the acting there is really bad in the way that it's just overly cheesy, which gets to me. I know that it's a product of its time. I understand that. But it just, for me, I was like... Oh, uh, this is just uncomfortable. But the concept great. And I think that, you know, I agree with Bruce when, when I think the the reason why he sent it and he recommended this to me was during our discussion, because we've had this discussion a lot, about films that were made at a time when they actually could possibly be better served by a remake with modern-day technology. I think Logan's Run could actually benefit from being remade with updated technology. At least that's just for me. I'm sure there's a lot of hardcore Logan's Run fans out there that say, Don't touch it! The first version is immaculate, but... I'm not one of those persons. Uh, I had my issues with it overall, but it was fun. I could definitely say at the very least that it was fun. Uh, Alexander, what's going on, dude? Uh, it depends on you, bro. It really just depends on you. If you're willing to be just cool and chill, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm willing to let out. I'm, I'm not willing to let you back in the YouTube chat yet, but if you want to hang out on DLive, man, as long as we can stay cool uh not have to keep this going, I'm fine. So as long as you can be like, all right, let's go ahead and just talk about movies and talk about stuff, we're good, man. But if you're gonna come at me with a bunch of things, then no, not gonna do it. I, I don't. I don't put up with that. All right, Phone Nemo says from Paris with love is such trashy, insane fun. I think that's a great way of explaining it. Trashy, insane fun because it is. A, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And John Travolta. It's. I think the reason why it's bearable and it's fun in the first place is because of John Travolta. If that film did not have John Travolta with his bald head and amazing goatee and just wild antics, I don't think it would be as bearable. But because he's in the movie, it just raises it to another level. Uh, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Kathleen uh, High says, How has Freya been affected by the shut-in? So with her work, she's also doing some remote work for now. Uh, theirs is not as far exceeding. So for me, I'm doing. we're doing remote learning through April 13th. So we've been given an official end date, uh, which we hope is the end date. Obviously, that can still change. And based on our superintendent, it's likely going to change. So I would not be surprised if our entire year becomes remote learning instead. So we'll have to wait and see what, what happens with that when that finally comes out officially. Uh, but yeah, the wife is currently doing the same thing. But something tells me that their business is more likely to have either back and forth with the office or heading back to the office much earlier than mine uh, just because they don't have – ...kids and having to deal with that. Um, Let's see. Adam, what's going on, Adam? Thank you very much for the five lemon donations. Uh, as Mr. Peabody says, morning, copper. <laughs> I love that expression. It's great. All right, back over to the YouTube chat. Uh, thank you all very much for being uh, patient. Uh, Mark Oquist, have you watched Trading Places or Coming to America yet? No, man, but you know what? At least I'm watching something. At least I'm finally consistent And I've watched, let's see, in the last couple of days, I've now seen, let's see, Zulu, I Confess, Logan's Run, uh, Treasure Planet, and From Paris with Love. I've seen five movies in the last couple of days. I think that's pretty impressive. I think that I'm on the right track. So, um, (laughs) as long as I can keep that up, eventually, I'm sure, I will get to those movies. All right, let's see. Rob D says, how are you? Odin. My sister is basically going through the entire Amazon library. She's so bored. I've been reading. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people have been going through that. Um, You know, my uh, my mother and father-in-law, they're obviously they're they're quarantined, too. And they, I believe, have access to Netflix. And so we just gave them access to our Hulu account because they're also running out of stuff to watch as well. So it's amazing that we live in a world where we have Hulu. We've got Amazon Prime. We've got Netflix. And yet even those sometimes are not enough. And that's why I'm going to say it again. And some of y'all might be sick of me for saying this. It's good to have physical media and to back it up because if you can get it onto a server and you can access that server through Plex, it's like having your own version of Netflix and the difference being you own the movie and it can never go away. So I've run out of films, though, that I have instant access to to digitize other than a bunch of ones that were sent to me to review that I just never had a chance to review, because most of them are just very obscure films that I would never really... <laughs> Basically, I get movies from this company where they send me every week a bunch of random movies. Every now and then, like every month or so, there's like one gem, and everything else is just like, oh, here's a bunch of random stuff that we have in our backlog that we just want to get rid of and get in the hands of somebody. And so I'm like, okay, well, then <laughs> I, I really just have no uh, no use for them at this point. Um, but I'll, I'll try my best to see if I can... Uh, find some more movies around the house. I think my wife has some more DVDs that I could possibly digitize because not all of the movies that I know that she has cases for were in the – because she took all the DVDs out of her cases and put it into, like, the giant folder of, you know, the DVD Blu-ray holder. I hate those because it does damage to the discs, or for DVDs at the very least, it's it's more likely to do damage and to scratch the discs. Um, so it drives me crazy a little bit. All righty, let's see here. Uh, Glender says, I hope you didn't think Logan's Run was a Wolverine movie. No, I did not. Uh, Jagan what is going on, good sir? Uh, Tina says, Disney treated John Carter like crap, too, and that's a good movie. Not great, but good and better than some of their live-action trash. And you know what? The the visual effects for John Carter were not terrible. I mean, they're not groundbreaking, but I I remember watching that film. I want to say it was either online or on my television. Like, not on a Blu-ray, not on any high-definition setup." And even then, the effects were still very impressive to me. And yeah, I didn't hate that movie either. I thought it had a very interesting concept, an interesting premise, and I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it overall. Uh, so yeah, I, that's a film that I actually kind of want to watch again to see if that was that first time was just a, a random fluke. <laughs> you know if it was just a random fluke that I enjoyed it. But you're right, Disney did not treat that one well either, and that explains why that film was a gigantic financial flop. Vigory says, Zulu, okay, everybody, in their best Michael Caine voice, stop throwing those bloody spears. <laughs> I found. I can't do this voice very well for very long. Uh, but it's like, I found a. Was it? A ruby, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> His voice is so great. I can't believe that Zulu, in 1964, had the words introducing Michael Caine. That is still something that I've not gotten over. The fact that any film is going to introduce. Michael Kine, Michael Kine is ridiculous. All right. The animation commentator says, did you hear that Dragon's Lair is going to have a live action adaptation on Netflix? I wish it was being done with classic Don Bluth animation. Uh, I don't know Dragon's Lair. I actually know nothing about that. Tell me more. Uh, Member Alex McCarthy says, none of those movies sound like Stallone or Schwarzenegger movies. That's because they're not, Alex. They're not, man. Uh, I think I have some access to some movies. Uh, someone compile a list of like all movies from the 1980s with Schwarzenegger, Stallone, like key 1980s films that have free access on things like Amazon Prime, uh, things like uh, Netflix, things like I don't know why I'm saying things like Hulu, and uh, let me know so that way I can I can try and create a maybe a schedule for this week just to find out. Soul Assassin said, "Wax on, wax off, Odin. Yes." <laughs> When he first said that, I was like, what? And then I realized his last name, and then I finally made that connection. The twist that happens in From Paris with Love, by the way. uh, I did not see that one coming, right? I saw the one – the first one who gets shot in the head – That one I saw coming. The one that happened after that with the chase scene and everything did not see that coming. So I was actually very very pleasantly surprised to have something that I could not predict was going to happen. Super says, There's also the fact that Treasure Planet directors had already made Disney millions. The trailer spoiled the movie and Disney released it up against Harry Potter. Yep. And that is the reason why it's clear that Disney did not care for the movie. The fact that it was put into you know, pre-production for like 10 years before they finally put it out. And it wasn't until the directors forced their hands and said, oh, we'll only do this movie if you let us do that movie. I mean, it's sad too, because it. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, someone could possibly do the research on this. I think it might be one of the last traditional 2D movies to get a wide release from Disney. I think it may have been one of the last Disney movies that did animation under the 2D animation Old school hand drawn style uh, before they eventually went all CG, Um, and it's sad because it's just it's so beautiful and watching it just made me miss those hand drawn animations. It makes me want to go back and watch all of those from the 90s because that's like for me that's when they were in their heyday. 70B says, "Yikes! Oh, is that about the uh, is is what was that about? Was that about Discord? I need context. (laughs) I need some context, please. Yes." Alrighty. Let's see. Chat jumped on me once again, as it normally does. Uh, looks like a few comments may have been skipped. Uh, but anyway, Rob D., I'm at you at 7.06 p.m. It's 7.20 where I am, which means I am 15 minutes behind in the YouTube chat. If this is your first time here, I fall behind on the YouTube chat a lot, but I do read almost every question. As long as you tag me, Odin question. So, just type Odin question. That'll highlight orange on my screen and it'll let me know that you're trying to get my attention. So, don't tag the channel name uh, just instead because sometimes it's hard for people to tag it. You don't have to put the ad symbol for this either. Just type in Odin question, all one word O D I N Q U E S T I O N, and it'll highlight orange on my screen and it'll let me know either you have a comment that you want me to read or you have a question. Rob D. says, I loved From Paris with Love. Can you imagine that movie being made today? Remember, Travolta shoots a woman directly in the head. Yeah, you know what? Probably not. Uh, but to be fair, it did come out about 10 years ago. So it's not that old. I think it's one of those films where you think, oh, it didn't come out that long ago. Oh, it came out in 2010. Wow, it's actually been longer than I thought. But yeah, I, I, there's a lot of reasons why that film wouldn't fly today. And I think, it has, uh, I think the most obvious thing is actually not him shooting a woman in the head. It's instead the fact that the film deals with terrorists of a certain ethnic background. And yeah, I think that's going to be the reason why the film would not be made today and not necessarily that first one. I think that anyone who's seen the movie uh, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Member Jace Doe, what's going on? Member Jace Doe says, R.E.M. put it best. Ah, man, I wish I knew some lyrics from R.E.M. I know, I'm terrible, I'm terrible. Uh, Super says, Treasure Planet is easily in Disney's top five. Love that movie since I was a kid. Yeah, You definitely have to check out Atlantis, The Lost Empire next. It's rat. I have seen Atlantis, The Lost Empire. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I agree. That also has brilliant animation. My, Michael J. Fox does the voice work for the main character. Was it Milo? Oh, yeah, that's great, too. I, and I would say that both of them are, are definitely some of the best Disney animated films of all time. There's, there's there's, no question about that. All right, Bruce, there's the man of the hour. Bruce, thank you again for sending me all of these movies. I hope you're enjoying those reviews. Uh, Bruce says, sorry, I am late. I was watching the video of the president seeing off the USSN Comfort. Yeah, I heard about that going on. So hopefully it gets where it needs to go and it provides the help that is greatly, so desperately needed right now in those affected areas. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, okay, back now, busy afternoon, filmed mass, and then ate. Oh, man. Yeah. And so, Father, thank you so much for for offering that for everyone. So if if you're a Catholic out there and you've been wanting to uh, experience mass, and obviously you're in an area where no diocese, currently in the United States, no diocese is having any public masses, Uh, there's actually only one exception that I know of, and it's not the diocese. Uh, My old priest at my old parish is offering private masses, however, the way he's getting around the order from the bishop is he's offering the private masses, letting them know, the congregation, when it's going to be celebrated. And therefore, if they want to show up, they can show up. And then his mindset is, okay, well, I'm not going to deny the communion. you know, I'm not going to deny the Eucharist to the faithful. And so if they're here, I'm going to preach to them the word of God, and I'm going to give them the Eucharist. And so it makes me very much miss my old home parish because you know I have not been able to receive uh, the Eucharist in it's the, you know in the physical way. I've been able to make spiritual communions every day by watching those masses. Along, I'm not going to go into too much more detail about it because I don't want him to get in trouble because I don't think he should get in trouble. You know, I think that he is telling everyone, hey, uh, this is what's been mandated right now. This is what you should be doing. But I'm also not going to command or demand that you withhold yourself from the sacraments. I just, I just don't think. Uh, I just don't think that's right for me personally, and I'm glad that he's doing that. But thank you, Father, for offering that, though, because obviously it's something that is desperately needed right now. Uh, member Gloin to Hobbit, what's going on, Gloin? Says, your thoughts on Anya Taylor-Joy being considered for George Miller's Furiosa Mad Max spinoff. Here's my problem with it. We've already had Furiosa. Mad Max Fury Road really was not a Mad Max movie. It was Furiosa. And I think had they renamed it Furiosa, it would have been a lot more honest. Because they promised people Mad Max, and Mad Max was essentially a supporting character in that movie. I mean, let's just be honest there. I still like it. I thought I thought that movie was great. The practical effects were fantastic. I love the music. I love the, the design of the movie, too. The production design was great, too. So, you know, I like Anya Taylor-Joy, though. She's a great actress. For those that don't know her, uh, she, as far as bigger movies that I can think of, she was the lead actress in Split. Uh, so she was the lead actress in Split. She's been in a lot of other things, too, but that's the one that really you know comes to mind right now. So as far as her as a character, I say, okay, I think that she'll be great in whatever she does. But as far as the movie goes, I mean, if if George Miller's making it, it's probably still going to be great. I just feel like we've already gotten Furiosa, to be perfectly honest. It'd be nice if we could get a actual Mad Max movie. That could be cool. And if Anya Taylor-Joy was in it as a supporting character uh, or a co-lead or whatever, that'd be great, too. All right, let's see. Member Alex Crowley says, Twitter support isn't working either. It's been stuck in a, a suspended account for two weeks, which usually takes a few hours to unsuspend. How have you been suspended? What could you have possibly said that would have suspended you? I wonder if that might be a reason why we're having issues. Are one of our accounts, Steph or Tina, suspended or shadow banned or something? It's crazy. We live in a crazy world. Viper Chief, what's going on, good sir? Uh, let's see. Remember, Father Christopher Miller says, I have a cat that's trying to be around me as I'm eating and typing, so I have to step away for a bit. <laughs> Those kitties, man. Uh, Miami Eddie, I see you, uh, but if you want to have any questions or comments read aloud, uh, just put Odin Question. Don't, don't worry about tagging the channel name. Just put Odin Question. I think that uh, Tina or Steph got to you um, to let you know about that. But I, I saw that comment close to another one that had tagged me, so I figured I would read it. Uh, Jay Stowe is here. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, so what are your thoughts on Gotham High since, yeah, it's a comic, but it's Batman. It looks stupid. It looks terrible. I've only seen the trailer for it. Basically, it's Batman, the Joker, Catwoman, and all the rest in high school. That's stupid. I don't care if it's just a comic. I don't care if it's technically like not a part of the canon, like it's just a fun story. It just That just sounds silly to me. And based on what we heard about it last night on Friday Night Tights, some people would not be surprised if they try and make that into canons. I mean, obviously it wouldn't work within the canon of the stories of the, of the stories of the characters, but you know that they're willing to basically do anything they can and say, oh, well, it's a part of the multiverse, and so this is one universe where they're all in high school together, and that's just stupid. Patui, I spit on you. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, Aiden Vickery, member Aiden Vickery says, a growing number of churches in the UK are streaming Sunday services. My city's RC Cathedral, Roman Catholic Cathedral does. Yeah, pretty much everyone is. Uh, A lot of bishops are asking for all of the priests to offer some type of stream if they have the ability, at least for parish priests especially. And, yeah, I find myself, though, not watching my parish priest because I actually have an issue with the way my parish is handling it because – it's not their fault. You know, the bishop mandated and they're following the words of the bishop and obviously I don't want them to get in trouble with the bishop because they're good and faithful priests and and this, we have a bishop that would be of the mindset to take action against them. Uh, even though I think that if they were to offer masses that are private but open them to the public that canon law would be on their side. But even if they were able to get that to Rome and would be found clear of it, the bishop is still the bishop and so the bishop could still cause hell for them, and I, I don't want that to happen to them. Um, but what I can say is that what the way they do it, though, is they told everybody, they told all of us, by the way, we're celebrating Mass at this time, and we'll be live-streaming it. However, the church will not be open until after. Basically telling people, by the way, Mass is celebrated at this time, but the church doors are going to be locked during the Mass, and you will not have access to the church when the Mass is being celebrated. I think that's a terrible image. I think that's a terrible thing. It sends a terrible message that oh we'll celebrate the mass but we're going to lock you out of it. It's one thing if they're if they're doing it in like a private chapel. It's a private chapel. That makes sense to me that they would do that. But that's why I like my my old church. That's why I love my old pastor because he does have that same mindset saying, "Hey, by the way, I'm offering private masses. Here's where you can find them being live streamed, but he's not putting out an official schedule about, you know, public masses because he is not technically having a public mass." He's not telling everyone, hey, everybody, come, ne- come to the church, etc." He's saying, no, watch it on live stream. But we've got a pretty smart congregation down there who say, oh, he's streaming at 8 a.m. That means the mass is at 8 a.m. Okay, I'm going to be there at the church because he also says, by the way, the church is going to be open for worship. I, I think it's a brilliant way uh, to get around it. And I know that there's a lot of priests that would like to do that. But we have a lot of really corrupt bishops currently in 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 our states, in our entire church. And the last thing we need are good and faithful priests being thrown out into the boondocks or any other type of issues coming up with them because of bishops, um, which I can talk about because I'm a lay person. Uh, I feel bad because a uh, priest who would like to say and speak up about this really can't because... They have reason to fear. Uh, Jumping out over to D Live. let's see. Phonemo had a comment. I think he's the last one. Yeah. Uh, Phonemo says, your wife threw out the cases. Divorce now. She didn't throw them out. They're in a box, but all the discs are in a separate folder. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. (laughs) It makes no sense. Phonemo says, Mad Max has always been a supporting character, to be fair. I just, I guess I don't remember the other films him being the supporting character. Mel Gibson, to me, was always the lead character. It's been a while since I've seen the original Mad Max, uh, and then, of course, um, oh my goodness, Thunderdome, and then uh, Road Warrior, but I'm pretty sure he was the lead in those. If I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Alright, let's see. MCOC Josh uh, says, have you uh, been enjoying the Clone Wars? Yes, I have. I don't like that they've been editing things out, but because I never saw those originals, I'm, I'm pretty much okay. I haven't seen the most recent one, I think, that came out this Friday. I felt like a couple episodes behind, which shows you I am enjoying it, but I'm not over the moon for it. I mean, I'm glad to have it back, but it's gonna end, and then all we're left with is current Disney-era Star Wars, so <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, forever sci-fi member forever sci-fi says I'm starting to talk to my house plants anyone else <laughs> oh, well we all ha- we all have to talk to somebody All right, we all have to talk to somebody uh, Sasanian says have you seen the stop motion creature comforts by Ardman? hilarious no I have not I've never even heard of it I've never even heard of it uh, in disguise there's an old saying curse may you live in an interesting uh, may you live in interesting times I could go for boring right now. In disguise, I think a lot of us could. 70B, thanks for letting me know how to contact me. Uh, the only the only other people that don't have to tag with Odin question are my members. Them just being a member means I will read their comment automatically unless they're tagging someone else in it and they're having a conversation with someone else instead. Uh, let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, anyone see Logan's Run, the TV series? No, there there is one. Or are you saying that there should be one? I didn't know that. Uh, Tina says, you couldn't remember the name of the guy in Logan's Run who played Basil. That was Michael York. Yeah, as soon as I finished, I looked it up, and I, I saw it was Michael York. A longtime English actor. I loved his John the Baptist in Jesus of Nazareth. Really? I did not know that he was John the Baptist in in a movie. That's interesting. Uh, but I did like him. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Michael, make Michael York the old man in an updated Logan's Run. Oh, that could actually work. That could actually work. I like Michael York. He's a good guy. Uh, Miami Yeti says, what about Cliffhanger? Ugh. Um, I've not seen Cliffhanger. I've never seen it. Um, I <laughs> obviously, I'm friends with, with John Flickinger, the Flick Pick. Uh, great channel. Make sure you check him out, please. Uh, we do a podcast together. He does one with me. I do one with him, and we have a lot of fun with it. I know that that's a film that he's talked about in almost every single Blu-ray collection video that he's done. And so it's definitely a movie that's been on my radar. It's just one that I've never felt the need to go see. Um, I've heard that they're trying to remake it, though, and I don't like that. Even if I haven't seen it, the fact that they're trying to take a 1980s, what is it, 1980s 19, I guess, yeah, I assume it's night If it's got Stallone in it, I think it's a safe assumption to say it's either 80s or 90s. Um, but they're trying to apparently remake it with the main person being a woman instead. And it's like, no, no, that doesn't seem like the type of thing that needs to be remade. Versus, you know, Logan's Run, which had dated effects even then at the time. That makes a little bit more sense for them to try and do something with all right let's see uh member nitrium what's going on good sir says hail odin uh hail to you good sir also hailing the valks as well i appreciate it uh members uh, members forever sci-fi says remake hollywood it's the only remake needed yes i would agree with you all right, Bruce says, you've watched six of the 18, 19 counting Captain Marvel movies I've sent you. I'm keeping track. Thank you, Bruce, for keeping track, man. I appreciate that. Nathan Slay, question about the box office. I literally just checked the Rise of Skywalker's box office and it's 1.07 billion versus Joker's 1.0, uh, 1.073 billion. So it's actually not, both were at 1.074. So 1 billion uh, 74 mi- yes 1 billion 70, uh, 74 million you're probably looking at the numbers. I love the numbers for getting weekend numbers. They're not the best at keeping long-term tracking. So unfortunately the only site that still keeps more accurate numbers for long term is box office mojo even though I don't try and use that site as much as I can. So when you compare the box office mojo numbers which are the most up-to-date numbers, you see that it's they both have over a billion. They both have the 74 million, but uh, Joker still has several thousand over what the Rise of Skywalker had, and it should not have ever even been that close in the first place. If you were gonna tell me a rated R Joker film would make more money than the end of the Skywalker saga, like five or 10 years, you know, five or seven years ago, I would have laughed in your face. We live in very different times in so many different ways. In disguise, rumor that the next Spider-Man movie villain might be the hunter, Jason Momoa, depending on Beer Bug. Yeah, I know that there's been people talking about that. Obviously, it's still very early on, so a lot of these things could change. Um, Jason Momoa, I, I like him. I think he's a pretty solid actor on screen. Off screen, obviously, he's as crazy as everyone else. But on screen, I think he does a good job. I don't know much about Hunter because, as I've always admitted, I am not a comics person. Most of my knowledge comes from either Batman the Animated Series, me watching other people talk about the comics, or, you know, m- you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe, things like that. So, it, uh, based on the fact that the name of the character is Hunter, and Jason Momoa is gigantic, I would say that probably makes a lot of sense. In Disguise says, rumor that... Th- okay, got that one already. Uh, Dean Approved. Hola, what's up? What's the topic? Hey, man, it's uh, quarantine movie chat. So, we're just talking about movies and stuff, man. Let's uh, see here. Forever Sci-Fi says, This is the time for self-improvement. This is true. Bruce says, A personal request. Watch The Naked Prey. Bruce, I wish I could. But because that was one of the first films you sent me, it means that that film is packed away in storage. So that's a film that I would have watched right away. Unfortunately, I don't have instant access to it. I don't know which box it's in. Because again, I have a lot of Blu-rays already So uh, that's one that sadly will have to wait a little bit longer. Maybe during this time of quarantine, I'll get antsy, and I'll open them up and start digitizing, and then I'll find it. Uh, But until then, uh, it's still in the box. Venom Broly 93. The whole day I finished all the side quests in Spider-Man PS4. It was so boring. (laughs) Oh, no, I think some of the side quests are pretty fun. Uh, And that's a game I need to go back to as well. I finished the main game, uh, I think, within like a week or two. Um, it was addicting, though. I was playing that game a lot. It was so much fun. Um, but I, I got, you know, the edition the, the that I got, I think, was the Game of the Year edition. So it came with all the DLC for free. So I still need to get through the DLC. But, uh, yeah, it's such a fun game, though. It's such a good game. Uh, Sizer Neon says, Disney Plus added a Marvel anime called Future Avengers. Clearly chasing the hero academia crowd, but I like it. You won't believe this, but Captain Marvel is actually a likable person. Well, I imagine that it's not being voiced by Brie Larson, so that's already a gigantic improvement. Anyone can become likable as long as you take her away from it. Uh, Bruce says, do a giveaway of some of those random movies you know uh, you will not get to. I could, but again, as I mentioned before, they're they're very, very random. Like, I have one that's, I, I just, hold on, let me see if I can find one. Yeah, so I have one film here called Pretenders by James Franco. I then have a lot... They send me a lot of these. It's called Humble Pie, Life and Times of Steve Marriott, plus 1973 Complete Winterland Show. I'm not really a music person, so those mean very little to me. Um, but that that's not even some of the most random ones that I have. I had one also that was just reviewed. Oh, is this... It's this little gem. So, uh, if anyone watches Chris Stuckman, he he did a hilariosity review on this, and it's called Veronica. I'm never gonna watch this movie. Like, it's it's essentially naughty stuff. <laughs> it's essentially a naughty movie. <laughs> so, I have no reason to watch this. It's still in the plastic wrapper. Um, I mean, I guess there's people out there that might want to watch it, but then I'm kind of questioning why anyone would want to watch it, and then I'd feel weird. I'd feel bad. It's just ah, it's this whole thing. But, yeah, I have thought about doing that. Uh, but I've thought about more, like, giving away actual movies, like going out and buying movies and then setting them out like I used to, but then throwing in these movies as, like, a random extra prize that you can do with what you will. I just haven't figured out how, how I'm going to handle that yet. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen. Thanos exists in the Logan's Run universe, or more aptly, Logan's, Run's ex- Logan's Run exists in the Marvel universe. How so? Please explain. GeMag 76, they can never change or edit the physical copy like Star Wars special editions or Doctor Who. And that's the reason why if you have those original copies, it's so great. And also to be fair, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit last night on Friday Night Tights. that we're, you know, and I think we're rightly so afraid they're going to change a lot of movies, change a lot of TV episodes, but as long as there's at least some people out there that own the original copies, it still exists. Great example of that is I, I, of course, talk about all the time how I've got the Star Wars Despecialized Edition, but then there's also a project as like 4K77, 4K80, and 4K83. All, all those years are corresponding to Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. And what it is, is it's regular fans who are doing their own scanning, their own 4K scanning of original film prints, and then color grading, color correcting to make them look as, as best as possible. So as long for movies, it's easier. As long as there is a thirty-five millimeter print, a seventy millimeter print, uh, even lower grade prints than that, then those original versions can still be preserved in that way. And I, I hope that more people who are collectors who have it are willing to give their film stock to people, at least to maybe borrow to be able to at least scan them and preserve them digitally for all time. Since studios are more likely wanting to get rid of the original copies and put their own different versions with their edits and what they want to see in the film instead, which I think we should try to take away from them as much as we possibly can. Father says, switching over to my other account as I need to upload a video. No problem at all, Father. And Father is now back. That was very quick. Uh, Hypernext 13, hi Odin, how's it going? It's going fine, man. It's going as well as can be. Uh, Bruce, thank you for letting them know how to contact me. Nathan Slay says, after what Martin Scorsese said about Marvel movies, I do see where he's coming from, but I still enjoy quite a few of them. I still want to like them. And Nathan Slay, there's nothing wrong with liking them, man. And that's the other thing, too, is that Martin Scorsese never said they're trash. He never said don't enjoy them. He simply said that in his mind, in his opinion, they were not cinema. He said it's more like a theme park where, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but there's not a lot of substance to them. And I think that he is totally spot on there, especially the later that we get in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's so much less substance now than there was more towards the beginning of it, I would argue. Um, I think some would argue even about the comics too, right? The comics used to have so much more substance, and now look where the comics are now, where it's all agendas and fluff and not really good story arcs and storylines, so... At least, for, as far as the comic side of it, that is what I hear from people like Gary, who I trust tremendously with that, seeing that he allegedly owned a comic shop. He can't prove it, but he allegedly owned it. Uh, let's see here. Forever Sci-Fi says, It's like watching Mr. Roberts where Jack Lemmon is a side character. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Glitzer says, Dragon's Lair-, Dragon's Lair is $10 on Steam. On sale, it's practically, it's probably to be $5 or less. I still don't know what Dragon's Lair is. What is it? I'm assuming, so I'm assuming it's a game. What kind of game is it? I don't quite know. All right, jumping over to D Live, my D Live fam. Thank you all for being patient with me. Um, let's see. Captain In High says Logan's Run TV show starred Gregory Harrison and aired 1977 to 78. Ooh, that's interesting. Phonemo, an art house Joker film making more money than a Star Wars movie makes me so happy. You're right, joke. I mean, yeah, 2019's Joker. Has a lot of art house feel to it in a lot of ways. I think that's a very, very good point. Uh, Tall White Alien says, nice beard, bro. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Captain Heist says, I guess you never got the codes I sent you last month. I did, man, and I shouted you out on a stream, but then you never showed up on that stream. Uh, But I do have them, so Captain Heist, thank you so much for those codes. Since you're now here that I can uh, thank you. Because um, I, I did thank you. I didn't know if you ever got the message or not. But now that I know you didn't, thank you so much for those codes, man. They've already been scanned, um, and I have them ready for future giveaways on the channel. So thank you very much for those. I really do appreciate it. One, and you actually included a copy of a digital copy of Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, Tina, I know, would probably get excited about that. Um. All right. Let, let's see here. Father's talking to someone else. Miami Eddie says, Have you ever seen No Retreat, No Surrender? It's basically Van Damme's first movie. He is a bad guy. Good fight scenes. They did Bruce Lee. Good. No. I've never even heard of No Retreat, No Surrender. Shows you what my knowledge of the genre is, which is very limited. I'm very limited on certain genres. This is a a fact that the more you watch me, the more you realize, wow, this guy has a movie blog? I would never have understood that. (laughs) All right, chat jumped on me again. Uh, Sorry to everyone on the YouTube side of things. Unfortunately, uh, YouTube sucks. YouTube sucks. And so sometimes it does that. And I can't go back in time. I wish I could, but I can't. Um... So we can see at uh, 7.29 in the chat, we have Alex McCarthy there. It's currently 7.45, so I'm still about 15 minutes behind uh, in the YouTube chat. So Alex McCarthy says, Nothing I tweeted got me suspended. It's not my Alex Arrow Cave account. It's my Twitter story writing account. They usually suspend me on error, but I think Twitter support got sent home. Ah. But what do you write over there that would get you suspended? I don't quite understand that. Forever Sci-Fi says, Gotham High sounds like a public school. I can't see Bruce Wayne going to a public school. yeah. Me neither. And you're right. Actually, now that I think about it, you're right. It definitely comes across as a public school. And there's no way that rich-ass Bruce Wayne would be in a public school. <laughs> or even in school in general. He, he comes across as a private tutor's type of person. Uh, so there's a lot of problems with it. Uh, Gmongy76. Coming soon to DC and Marvel Universe near you. DC and Marvel babies like Muppet babies brought to you by Baby Yoda. Well, to be honest... Had that been a few years ago, I actually probably would not have minded that as much. <laughs> Cause I like Muppet Babies. And I think that you could possibly make that work as a, you know, as a kid's show. But in the modern era, I would not want that. In the modern era, I don't think that would work. Um, Teresa Martin in the chat says, they have to have obedience. Exactly. They have to have obedience. You're right. Uh Tina says, Mead and Abu Nas are now live. I'm shaking a virtual fist at them. <laughs> Uh, midnight's Edge After Dark. I don't know if they normally stream on Saturdays or not, but uh, curse you! And Abenoss is my boy, so that that's okay. <laughs> I'll forgive him this time. Let's see. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says priests are dying from the beer bug. Hope it doesn't sound bad, but I'd rather a faithful not receive the Eucharist for a month and live than receive it for uh, then receive it for another forty years. Yeah, and again, uh, Father, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, too, isn't that one of the primary purposes of the ministry? is to go to those that are in need, to go and to give up one's life, right? I, I guess it's one of those tough things, right? Because I'm speaking as a lay person, and I, I can't really speak as a priest, but even as a layperson, I feel like if I were called to do something that required risk and heroism, I feel like that would be an opportunity for us to do so, right? I, mean, I just look to the history of the church because this is not the worst thing that the church has ever seen. The church did not shut down when you had a... A uh, when you had an illness that wiped out like what over half of Europe's population, the church never closed. The churches never closed then, so it just doesn't make sense for us to close now. When now we have so much more knowledge about how to resist these things, about how to avoid these things, about how to stop them, and there's ways that you could make social distancing work in church. You can make it work if we can go to the grocery store. Where there's definitely not social distancing going on in a lot of ways, how can we not also be able to—and also, guess what? A lot of churches are still open for people to come in and worship, so why not offer the sacraments? You know, some churches are. Some dioceses are allowing various sacraments to happen. But when when I hear the stories about priests being denied access to someone asking for a priest that's on their deathbed, that upsets me. Because that just defies everything. That the church is supposed to be for. Uh, Let's see, Miami, and that's by the civil authorities, not by the ecclesial authorities. Uh, Miami Eddie says, "Go, whoa, go broke." Pencils down, times up. Yes, indeed. Soul Assassin says, "Have you heard the fan theory that the Fury Road uh, Max is that wild kid from the Road Warrior?" I've not, uh, but I would not be surprised if someone did come up with that. (laughs) Let's see. J. God Jay says, how do you feel about the Democrats freaking out in Congress about the stimulus package that is worth $2 trillion, benefiting so many Americans, especially AOC? Uh, well, AOC is a child, and we all know this. Uh, she's a child. She throws uh, fits every now and then. This is just kind of the thing that she does. So, I mean, it's not really not that surprising for it. Do I think that there's a lot of problems with the bill? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's a giant power grab by the government. Let's just be honest about it, you know? Um, a lot of people don't realize that there are many people that might get checks that will eventually have to pay those back. It'll be a loan essentially if you make a certain number of money And I think that it's it's you know it's a situation where I think that we kind of need it right now uh, but I do hope that they delegate most of that power to the states and not the federal government right I would rather the states be the ones cutting the checks than the federal government because the federal government does not have the authority base at least, completely in the constitution. Cause remember, you know, all the powers of the federal government for the United States are within the constitution and anything not specifically listed in the constitution is left to the States and the people. So yeah, I have my own personal issues with it. I think that there's a lot of good things in there because I know that there's a lot of people out there that need help businesses that voluntarily shut down need help. Guess what? The business you need the businesses because without the businesses, there are no jobs, but then you also need to help the people out too, because the people need to pay rent. Right, April 1st is coming up, and so it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Tina says, there was a Logan's Run TV show a long time ago. Uh, there was also a Planet of the Apes TV show. I think I'd remember hearing about the Planet of the Apes, just not the Logan's Run. So That's interesting. Uh, Nathan Slay says, Cliff hang- uh, Cliffhanger is like Die Hard on a mountain. Well, that sounds awesome. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Logan's Run, 77 to 78, CBS, 14 episodes. Remember watching it on sci fi when they actually aired sci fi. I have a feeling you might like Patrick Magoon's uh, The Prisoner. Interesting. All righty, let's see here. Nano Reaper says, Cliffhanger 93, same year as greatest movie ever made, Air America. I've never seen Air America. Cool. Yeah, I figured Cliffhanger would have to have been 80s or 90s. So I'm sure it's a 90s movie that feels like an 80s movie, <laughs> especially with that casting. Uh, Father Christopher Miller uh, left the comment. Someone else, Alice McCarthy says, "Craven the Hunter. I definitely could see Momoa as him. He's in Spider Man: The Animated Series on Disney Plus." Okay, yeah, I've never seen the animated series, so uh, for for Spider Man at the very least. Rob D, do you prefer having a movie series in a box set or individual Blu Ray four Ks? It depends on the box set. It depends on how the box set's laid out. I actually my favorite version of this goes for movies too with special editions and extra discs and TV series are the ones that have it in a case where every single movie has its own place. To like, You know it has like kind of the, the plastic flipping parts where you have a disc on both sides and you can have like two or three in there? I like those the most. They make them too fragile. So that's the one downside is that if it breaks, it's not much you can do with it. But that would be the ideal, right? That would definitely be the ideal. Sometimes with the sleeves it can work. Sometimes it doesn't. So it is what it is. Um, jumping over into D-Live. Let's see here. All right. Got Captain Heiss. Shouted him out. Uh, Cowboy G, what's going on? Thanks for the follow. I appreciate it. Uh, Tapio, thank you for the follow as well. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Will Gentry says, Cliffhanger is an early 90s, 80s movie, and Air America is really enjoyable. Okay. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear it. Uh, again, I-, I learn more and more every single day. I- I've at least heard of Air America now that I come to think of it. I just never have seen it before. Uh, But Cliffhanger sounds fun. (laughs) Especially if it's an 80s movie that came out in the 90s. Let's see. Keely uh, Keely Chow says, Batman the Animated Series needs to be either on Discovery Family Channel or Toonami or Adult Swim because Discovery Family sucks. Hashtag Discovery Family Family Sucks. I've never even heard of Discovery Family. What's Discovery Family? Where is that show or channel located? That's weird. Um, (laughs) But anyway, yeah. uh, The Animated Series is fantastic. I I hope to... Own that series on Blu-ray one day. Ray Targaryen says, Please no Momoa for Craven the Hunter. There are several more talented actors to play this complex character, and Momoa comes off as a meathead. Again, I don't know much about the character, so I can't speak to it, but it sounds like a valid opinion to me. Let's see. Ontavius says, Do you think the disease stuff will spark a resurgence in the end-of-days genre? Um, it could have one of two things. Either one will see a resurgence of that genre, like end-of-times, uh, apocalypse, which we've kind of already, you know, I feel like that's kind of kept up still because anyone who can make a commentary about climate change is going to put that into the movie somehow. But I think what you'll actually end up seeing is this, this is really like the first time industry has shut down since world war II. in this capacity. We have not seen this kind of impact on the country and on the economy since world war II. And what happened during world war II? you had a lot of movies that were hopeful and were meant to distract you from the day-to-day life. So if Hollywood were smart, they would start to go back to those movies instead of the dark and dire and gritty and and just depressing films, right? I still like dark and gritty movies, right? Nightcrawler is a great one. Uh, Whiplash is a good one too, of the last 10 years at the very least. However, however, I I do think that they would be benefited from making, I would say, happier films, but also pro-people, uh, I would dare even say pro America. I think that those movies would actually do much better in the climate starting next year. But as we all know, it takes forever sometimes for these movies to get made, and so whether we'll see those soon or not, I don't know. Uh, Nana Reaper says, "Have you seen the greatest film of all time, Air America?" It stars the pilotist Turbo Porter and C one two three provider and UH one. Also, this guy called Mel and Robert and uh, guy called Mel and a Robert fellow. I've, I've actually never seen it. I have not. Dina Prove says, "Have you tried the Mass Effect trilogy? I don't know if it's on PS, but definitely recommend it." No, I have not. As I mentioned previously, I'm not the biggest. Um, I'm not the biggest gamer. Uh, so, I try and keep those very selective. I'm more of a movie guy myself. Bruce says, Watch the Taking of the Pelham 123. It's another John Travolta against type movie. I forgot about that, Bruce. I've seen that, actually. I don't think I did. A, I don't know if I did a video review for it. I don't think I did. Um, but I did see that one as well. All right. So, I have seen the Taking of the Pelham One Two Three, uh, The John Travolta version. And you know what? I liked it more than I should have. Because those camera shots of the weird shimmering, that drove me crazy. That was terrible. However, Travolta's great in it. And the person that in that movie, you know, Travolta kind of saves uh, from Paris with love. But oh my goodness, man. Denzel Washington in the taking of the Pelham 123 steals the show. Without him and without his charisma in that movie, I don't think it would have worked as well. Um, it was great seeing them play off each other. It was great. All right, let's see here. Stephanie B. What says? Uh, this is why owning physical media is important, said some dude named Aldfather. You're right. It's true though. This is the reason why. We have to have our own media because we own it. It cannot be taken away from us except by force and because there's a way for us to be able to rip it and upload it to your own personal server which is totally legal because you because you bought it and you're not giving it to anyone else. It means that it'll never go away even if the disk itself dies. Uh, forever sci-fi says one man's pirate is another man's privateer bless those preserving the original movies damn right and to be honest those people that are preserving it they're not stealing anything they're preserving it that's what they're doing and even those that put those versions on their websites they always make it very clear saying this is not us trying to pirate it this is not us trying to give the movie free access to everyone it's us trying to preserve it And to give collectors who already own some version of the film, who've already paid money for the movie, who therefore own the movie, uh, the ability to see the film in the way that it should have been seen in the first place. So that's what I think about that. Uh, Donald Hudson. Donald, dude, where the hell have you been? I feel like it's been months since I've seen that name in the chat. Donald Hudson, dude, what is going on? Uh, he says Shaun of the Dead, original Evil Dead series and Alien Predator movies first week. Then Mel Brooks movies should be a good start. Those are all very good recommendations, I would say. Uh, I have seen Shaun of the Dead, fantastic, hilarious film. I've seen Evil Dead 2 uh, and, of course, Army of Darkness, which was great. I've seen uh, Alien 1 and 2. Uh, they're the only two that I've been told are worth seeing. I think I've seen the other ones in bits and pieces. Uh, Predator, I've now seen the first, I think it's the end second Predator film. Uh, Mel Brooks' movies are always fantastic too, man. It's been a long time, man. Glad to see you in the chat, bro. All right, let's see. Keely Chow. Brie Larson is as likable as Discovery Family Channel. Hashtag dis- Discovery Family Channel sucks. What is this channel? What? What? I don't get this. I don't get this reference. <laughs> Father Christopher Mother says, Mr. Roberts is awesome. I don't know what it is. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, Mr. Roberts and Operation Petticoat are both great old movies about World War II. Very funny. All right, so uh, Petticoat, Operation Petticoat, I believe, is one that Father told me about already. Or or was that Petticoat Junction? I can't remember which one it was. But it had Petticoat in the title. Uh, I don't have any of those films, though um all right let's go ahead and see the chat has jumped on me again so hopefully there is no comments that were skipped let us see here cool no comments have been skipped as of yet let's see where we are in the chat we've got 92 people watching please make sure you smash that like button on youtube it does mean a lot to me all right jump back over to d life for a second mr peabody who says air america is okay robert downey jr and mel gibson oh i love that cast Ooh, I love that cast. That is fantastic. That's wonderful. I love it. All right. Jump back over into the YouTube chats. Let's see. Where did I leave off? Let's see. Member Nitrium says, I just finished watching Mr. Robot. It is a brilliant tend a lot technological, psychological, and very clever TV show, all fully wrapped up and complete in four seasons. Not woke whatsoever. 9 out of 10. Glad to hear it, man. It's always looked interesting. Um, but part of me just never wanted to pull the trigger on it. I don't know if it's fully my cup of tea. Tina says, My ears perked up. Did I hear Ford v. Ferrari? Yes. Uh, so Dean Heiss uh, Captain Heist over on DLive sent me a bunch of digital codes, and one of them included a code for Ford Ferrari. So, Tina, on the next channel giveaway, you might be able to get that. So, Neon says, Dragon Slayer is an 80s arcade game notorious for being a hard quarter-devouring beast of a game. Cameo in Stranger Things Season 2. Oh, okay. All right. I have some reference now. Keely Chow, Brie Larson playing Mara Jade in a Star Wars movie would be worse than Tennessee winning another national championship in college football Roll tied. Well, Hey, even though I live in Tennessee, I don't really have any, I have no college allegiance sport, uh, college allegiance, uh, college sport, uh, allegiances. Never been a fan of college sports in general. That's just me, not my cup of tea, but, uh, yeah, that would be a terrible decision. I, I can't agree with you on that point that Brie Larson being cast as Mara Jade or any character at this point in any major franchise would be terrible. 70B says, don't forget about the Sunday Chosen show. I I, I do have that. I've already created the Twitter DM uh, back and forth with all of my Chosen of Valhalla, but there will be a bonus stream tomorrow starting at 12 p.m. Eastern time where I will be joined by all of my Chosen of Valhalla, and we should have a pretty fun group uh, talking about all kinds of stuff, the movies that they've been watching ever since they've been going under quarantine, the quarantine life, how things have been for them It should be a fun time of nerdiness. The animation commentator, Dragon Slayer, was a 2D arcade game created by the same studio that made The Land Before Time. Interesting. It's about a knight saving a princess from a dragon. The creator wanted to make a 2D movie adaptation, but Netflix kind of forced him into the position of making a live-action take instead. That is very sad. Let's see. Jay Stowe says, Dragon Slayer is an awesome animated video game by Don Bluth with a knight named Dirk the Daring going through a castle to save Princess Daphne." If you look it up on Amazon, they have it on PS4. Interesting. Thank you for letting them know how to contact me. Seventy B. Slice of Neon says, "According to the why uh, a author Bruce got kicked out if private for being a bad uh, uh, okay." According to a young adult, according to the young adult author. Okay, so this is talking about the, uh, I want to say Arkham Academy, but that actually, you know what, Arkham Academy sounds a lot a lot better, but Gotham Academy uh, just sounds so stupid. Bruce got kicked out of private school for being bad. It sounds like a knockoff of Gossip Meets Twilight. Expect a CW series. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely, they're going to make that into a, uh, <laughs> a movie review guy. I am not a priest. No, I am not. I am a happily married man. I'm a happily married man. Uh, Tina says, and I think he said the chat jumped on him, sorry about that, yes it has jumped on me, Regard Targaryen, in a Marvel run of Logan, uh, in a Marvel run of Logan's run number 6, Thanos destroys a planet's flower religious relic and puts a mom and kid in danger, OG Drax fights him and saves him, honoring his late wife and kid, interesting, okay, had no idea. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, also hard to social distance when each person comes up to the priest. Deathbed is different. I DM you the guidelines that we receive. Thank you, Father, for that. I appreciate it. And and yeah, I mean, I, I understand that to a point, but here's the thing. As long as they're not coughing on you or touching you, then you should be okay. And if, like, let's say, I know that this sometimes happens, that contact is made with, um, you know, if someone's receiving communion on the tongue and the contact's made with the mouth or whatever, that's why... I love the old school Latin mass because one of the things that happens is that wine is poured over the fingers. There is a disinfecting agent in there. Now, does that mean it takes care of everything? No. Um, however, if one is aware of that, I'm sure there are ways to be able to um, to take care of that prior to uh, you know touching anything else or touching anyone else. Right. That's just my own take on it. And as I mentioned before, that's the reason why every precaution should be taken. And to be honest, to me, it would make more sense to offer mass and then just not offer communion, but still to let people come into Mass to celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass and to make a spiritual communion in person. I think that if we were going to go step by step, the steps should be that. Not just automatically, oh, all Masses are canceled and you can't go to the Mass anymore, you can't receive the sacraments in the ways that you were before, right? I think that they should have taken it step by step instead of just all at once. Uh, that's That's kind of been my big issue with it. Uh, Lavon Media says, have you seen the Vin Diesel movie called Strays? It's a very sad film. No, I have not. Uh, it makes it sound like it has something to do with dogs. And uh, no, thank you. Uh, I don't need any more sad dog movies. I've I've had my fill of those. <laughs> All right, let's see. Alex McCarthy says, that's the thing. I have no idea why my account is suspended. I adhere to the Twitter rules. Just no one working at Twitter at the moment has uh, unsuspended me. That's sad. Oh, that's sad. Uh, member Nana Reaper says, I don't get a check. I don't know if I get a check or not, to be honest. I think the wife and I are underneath the threshold uh, to get the max number as a couple. I honestly just don't know. I think that we're under that to get the full, and we're under the amount needed to pay it back as well. Um, which, for me, I again, I don't like it. However, we are buying a house, so, I mean, if it's given to me, I'll, I'll take it to my advantage. But we'll have to wait and see what actually happens. Uh, Cab the Wingster says, Hello, Odin. I'm practicing my social distancing by catching up on my game back catalog. I recently got Jedi Academy just released on PS4 and Switch, and I highly recommend it. Ooh, i heard of that. I've heard it's fun. Phantom says, e says, Marvel and DC are still making comics with comic stores closed. How are they going to sell them? Also, some of the artists with pencils down hashtags or whatever are asking for money. Yeah, uh, I guess they could technically ship them. But even that creates its own problems in itself. No taxation without representation. Damn right, Keeley. Damn right. All right I see some people tagging the channel, but that's not how you contact me in here. Uh, Miami Eddie, thank you for tagging correctly. So again, if you have a comment or a question for me, uh, just type Odin Question, all one word, Odin Question, over on YouTube. If you're on DLive, just put at Odin. So, again, if you're on DLive, just put at Odin at the beginning of your comments, and I'll know you're trying to get me over there. If you're on YouTube, because there's a lot more people over here, just put Odin Question, all one word. You don't have to put the at symbol, just Odin Question. As long as those letters are in that order, spelling out Odin Question, no space, it'll highlight orange, and I'll know you're trying to get my attention. Uh, Miami Eddie says, War of the Planet of the Apes, there was no war, just small battle. Yeah, but you know what? I still like it. I do like the Caesar trilogy. I think it's very well done. Nathan Slay, what are your favorite comic book movies? Dark Knight, for sure. Always going to be at the top of my list there. Um, Let's see. Because there's, there's some that you don't realize are comic book films right off the bat. Uh, I guess I could say Original Iron Man is up there, too. Uh, I like Shazam. Joker is technically a comic book film. It's based off of a comic book character, even though it does take its own liberties with the origins of the character. Uh, So those would be the ones I would think off the top of my head. There's a lot of other good ones out there. Uh, Blade of Rebellion. Something I noticed today on your site's box office tracking is that for all media shilling it got, Birds of Prey didn't even make more money than Little Women. $198 million versus $205 million. Yeah, you're right. Uh, You're right about that. And yeah, and that's why Little Women was also made for a lot less money. Little Women was a huge success. I think, I think Little Women made about $100 million in net profit game. It was a very successful film, even though I had no interest in seeing it. So i, I, I got to be honest about it, though. It was a success, and it's still going to make money even on home release, too. Birds of Prey was about $25 million in the hole. Uh, so it'll, still, it'll likely make its money back on, on home release, but it still has to make $25 million back before it can even start making money. Venom ninety three. My government profit from what's happening to vote law and destroy the code of work. Patrona could f- now force people to work sixty hours by week twice per month. All right, that didn't make complete sense to me, Um, but that's crazy. Twice per month, that's crazy work schedule. Captain Wingster, Odin. I still have the digital copy of Batman Beyond with my physical Blu-rays. Would you like me to send it? Sure thing, Captain Wingster. Uh, I think I already have a copy to give away as well. So yeah, I'll definitely take another one. Soul Assassin, I think Discovery Family was a cable channel that got turned into ABC Family. Oh, okay, yeah. If you mean ABC Family, but also ABC Family does not exist anymore. Now it's freeform and stupid. Uh member, Nana Reaper says Ronin D-E-X from Stargate Atlantis was so deep. I, I don't actually don't know what that is. I've never seen Stargate Atlantis. Don't hit me. Don't kill me. Rob D., while I do prefer box sets, it makes me sad when the film studio comes out with another sequel. Then the box set feels incomplete. It's happening more and more now, I feel. You're right. And that's why sometimes I I wait on, on movies, sometimes I wait on trilogies. It really just depends on it. Um, if I really like the movie, I'll buy it as an individual. Um, I don't feel the need to buy the box set if I don't have to. Uh, one example would be I bought the Fast and Furious franchise, movies one through six, and it actually left space for movie seven. However, movie 7 sucked. Movie 8 was not very good either. Um yeah, I haven't I haven't really liked anything since Fast and Furious 6. So, I have it and it's the collectible tire edition. So, one it's a tire, which is just awesome for that for that set, and I have all six movies and that's all that I need. So, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Tina, give me Yankee Doodle Dandy with Jay- James Cagney anytime over this current trash. But you had Hollywood folks who served back then. This bunch today, man, you're right. A lot of Hollywood actors served in the military, uh, which is just, again, you don't really, as you said, you don't see that today. Uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, isn't that where James Cagney, who's known again for being the hard, you know, hard nose, you know, mob type, isn't that with him singing and dancing? I've never seen it, but I think I've seen some clips of it. Jaden 75 says, Discovery Family used to be Discovery Kids The Hub. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, Bruce says, I will mark the taking of the Pelham 123 as watch. Please do so. I have seen it. Dan K., what's going on, dude? Says, hey, haven't been in here in an age and a half. Username used to be Rogue Baron. Yeah, dude, what's going on? Just want to say I appreciate your Twitter recently. Fellow Trad here. Glad you're keeping the faith. Dan K., man, thank you so much for that. Rogue Baron, I've missed you, dude. And, and, yeah, uh, I'm doing everything that I can. Uh, but, obviously, there's a lot of people out there that are wanting to see the faith get dragged down, both in the church and outside the church. So, you got it, man. Please reach out sometime. Bruce, okay, go crazy and watch Tank Girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have access to that one. I have the movies that you sent me in a stack back there. I think the next one that I was thinking of watching was Eraserhead. Which, I, as I was scanning it, it, I didn't realize that it was a horror film. Yeah, it looks interesting. <laughs> Not what I expected the film to be. Uh, Miami Eddie says, John Travolta, The Killing Fields. Is that a movie? Uh, Tina, thank you for letting them know how to contact me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, chat jumped on me once again. But no comments were skipped this time. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Let's see. Father, Chris Miller says, Ha, huh, I sent you the trailers for both Operation Petticoat and Mr. Roberts. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Nana Reaper, have you seen the TV show Black Sheep Squadron? No, never even heard of that. Aiden Vickery, I think the expression you need is Hollywood needs to go back a, and make some feel good movies. I think feel good movies is, a, is another word to say it for sure. Bruce says, I will chime in and say, Yes, watch Air America. Nice. Miami Eddie says, Mel Gibson and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Nice. Again, sounds like fun. Is it available in any streaming services? Let me know. Donald Hudson, here's an old one for everyone. Father Goose, plus had to make a few life changes all father, finally getting to a better place, pandemic notwithstanding. Uh, well, again, very sorry to hear about anything that was going on with you, dude. Uh, I'll be praying for you and your family. I uh, hope everything's okay. Uh, I'm just glad to see you back. I'm glad to see that you're still with us um yes tina will be um tina will be in the chat tomorrow we'll be in the chosen of valhalla chat because she is a chosen of valhalla uh father will be able to join the chat very very cool says says poor Galganot should have sung enter the sandman i hear it's better acapella <laughs> yeah i said that commie song Tina says, Arkham Academy, I think that's a better title. Context, some of the kind of DV, DC show I don't care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. As, long as, as, as soon as you said Academy, I knew exactly what you are saying. Yeah, Arkham Academy? Now, that would be interesting to watch. Father says, you'd be surprised how much accidental contact happens. No, trust me, I was an extraordinary minister of Holy Communion for a very long time. I, I do know. Um, obviously, I don't know as much as you do, Father, uh, but I do have some concept of it, and even then, there were ways of me being able to um, change my fingers, right? And there were ways of getting around it. And as I said before, at the very least, at least offer Mass with communion not being something that... And dude, as I'm just going to be honest. If every priest still had the capacity and had to learn the Latin Mass, there is already written into the Latin Mass, into the traditional Mass, that no one else receives the Communion. That only the priest does. That is something that happened for a very long time. A very, very long time. So, to be honest, I feel like if we started to transition more towards traditional worship, there would be no reason to shut down churches. Because guess what? In the Latin Mass, you don't have any holding of the hands. You don't have any physical contact with anyone around you. I mean, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. But it sounds like we need more of the Latin Mass if we are really worried about contact. Let's see, Hypernex 13, random question. What is a universally acclaimed classic or modern movie everyone loves that you are not a fan of? Oh, man. A universally loved movie that I'm not a fan of. Well, I think now, in current day, it's not as as famous or not as well-loved, but I remember, and this is more recent movies, I remember when Avengers Endgame came out. And everyone was in love with it. Everyone was like, oh, it's so good, so good. Oh, Tony Stark's arc is so great. And I was one of the few voices at the time saying, this movie is not good. This movie is terribly written. And I got a lot of heat for that. I had so much hate in the comments section on my review video for that movie. So uh, I think a lot more people are starting to realize as they think about it, percolate about it, see it again, that it's not as good as they remember it being. There are still people in the chat that still love the movie. And guess what? You have a right to that opinion. But that is, I guess, the more modern example of films that I've seen. Um, Nana uh, Nana Reaper says Gotham High sounds like someone rammed Save by the Bell together with some bad version of CW Batman. Yes, it does. Nana Reaper then says we could replace the wine with Everclear. (laughs) Oh Lord. Father says, in my parishes, I think to have mass but not have communion would work fine. My parish is Philly, uh, and Philly was 3,500 families. Harder to do social distancing uh, Social distancing there. But, Father, there's, again, here's the thing, though. There are ways around it. You offer them more masses. And then you try and get the crowd. If you tell the congregation, hey, we're trying to do this to try and, and stop anything from happening— I guarantee you that families are going to say, absolutely, we're going to do everything that we can. But you offer more masses, not take them away. Again, all the things and all the problems and all the issues, they all have workarounds that don't require having to take the sacraments away from the people. Uh, Miami Yeti says, Thanos is here to too many people in the world means no room for trash and not enough food for society. Oh wait, he says Thanos is a hero. Thanos is a hero. No, 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 no. Thanos is definitely not a hero for sure. I, I know that there are. I know there are people in the world, and you might be one of them that would believe that. But no, absolutely not. You don't wipe out innocent people, take their lives. That is never correct, and that's why all of the world organizations, the shadow governments that exist out there, and they do exist. You know, they've got the billions of dollars. George Soros is a major part of it too. All trying to do population control. That is evil. Population control is evil. I don't mean, oh, I'm making a choice for my family. No, I mean population control. It is an evil concept. Rob D says, Jeremy's gonna get a check, a piece of paper with a blue check mark on it. <laughs> Lavon Media, it's not a dog film. It's about a person who is part of a crime gang that founded his love, his, who, that founded his true love, but was sexually frustrated with his own feelings. It's a romantic drama film. Interesting. Wait, what? I don't understand. Uh, Orange Eye Reviews, sorry I'm late. I've been watching Naruto for the first time by request. Good show. How are you? Doing just fine, man. Hope you're enjoying it. I've heard good things about it. Bruce says, my wife on SSI and myself on VA disability are both getting a one-time payment of $250. I assume to pay for the extras we spent so we could shelter in place. That doesn't seem like a lot, though. I feel like y'all should be getting more, though but I guess y'all are already I guess the mindset is because you're already getting something that you're getting extra so I don't know I, I all I see is the 250 so you obviously please don't feel the need to share anything else financially um but hopefully hopefully that's enough I just hope that that's enough for y'all uh J Sto says just send a couple of rounds of codes your way well member J doe thank you man and, and uh member j doe ha- like the reason why I have as many codes as I have is because of him so Jay sto thank you so much man I appreciate it thank you for becoming a member on the channel as well man Super anime gamer publishers are shut down. To DC and especially Marvel have considered releasing digitally for the next few months, but that strategy saves them while leaving retailers out to dry. Yep, yes indeed. And as we talked about last night, a lot of comic book people don't want digital copies; they want the physical stuff. Uh, let's see. Sola Sola Num Sola Num Tinker says, "Singing and shouting aerosol aerosol is the virus. Church indoors, South Korea infected a whole congregation that way." Alcohol needs to be 70% minimum to be effective. Stronger is better. Okay. Um, Luke Skywalker, 45 Baby, uh, make sure you put Odin Question together next time. Otherwise, it, it's just regular text to me. But luckily, I saw it next to a member's comment. Uh, he says, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Plants was a criminally underrated sci-fi movie. I would disagree. I watched it. And I did not like it. And the main reason why is because the two leads have no chemistry whatsoever. It was painful to watch them on screen together. Nana Reaper says, it's already out digital, so I heard Birds of Prey, that is. Yes, it is. Uh, Professional Gun 66, what do you think of Gran Torino? I watched it for the first time three weeks ago. It's a great film. Get off my, yeah, yeah, get off my lawn. I love it. It's So good. Probably one of, um, oh my goodness. Clint Eastwood's best roles, I would argue. Uh, I love that movie. It's great. Father says, so glad Megan and Harry escaped the beer bug in Canada by moving into Los Angeles. Yeah, (laughs) great choice by them. Tina says, yeah, that was Cagney singing and dancing and playing George M. Cohen. I think he won the Best Actor Oscar that year. Not sure who he was up against, though. That's still crazy, though. You know, you see that actor and you know the type of person that he plays in most movies, and then you're like, oh, he was actually... In a musical at one point. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Bruce says, I've never watched Razorhead myself. I believe I sent it to you based off the chat conversation at the time. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, I remember that conversation happening. All right. Jumping over to DLive for a second.